This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello, everyone. This is the Evil Chocolate Cookie bringing you, you tonight's edition mail, of the Jeopardy so. Chronicles. And the email interruptions, apparently. Because it's Saturday night, of course, it is time for our spotlight. And today we're going to be spotlighting primetime events and spinoffs. Like, the spinoffs don't necessarily have to be in primetime, but we're going to talk about the some primetime events that we've had and, of course, a couple of spinoffs that used to exist. So, for the longest time, Jeopardy and primetime were not words that you would have heard together. I think there were only a few occasions of this happening. Um, from what I've been told, I wasn't born yet. But there was this thing called Super Jeopardy in the 90s that had four players at a time, at least for part of it, from the Art Fleming days. And people were saying they didn't like it and that the four-player format was weird and all of that kind of stuff. But I, I think the idea sounds cool. Like, I've never seen an episode of it, so I don't know if it was actually as cool as it seems, you know, just hearing about it. Because, like I said, I didn't exist yet, not even as a concept. But it it does seem like a it does seem like a fascinating concept and something I would have enjoyed watching. Because any, you know, slight tweak to the format has the potential to be very cool or very crappy. So, I'm interested to see which way that one would have gone, at least in my personal opinion. A lot of people hated it, but I I don't know. Um, I think the next time Jeopardy went into primetime was the Greatest of All Time tournament, which I did spotlight here, so we won't be talking about it very much. But it was... It was notable for me because I'd never seen Jeopardy in primetime, and I'm just like, hold up, what's going on here? Because they showed a commercial for it on Game Show Network one day while I was watching The Chase. Because that used to come on at 3 o'clock in the afternoon on weekdays. So I was always plopped in front of it watching it. But I saw a commercial for the greatest of all time. And I'm just like, wait a minute, excuse me? Jeopardy past 7.30? What? But I, I do remember that tournament, at least what I got to watch. I I told my mother when they advertised it, I said it's gonna be Kenner James. It's gonna be it's gonna be tied between those two. I was not wrong. Ken won it, but James made him work for it. So In terms of spinoffs, um, there have been a couple of those. I think back when I was a little kid, so I never got to watch them, there was uh, Rock and Roll Jeopardy and Sports Jeopardy. Like I said, I've not seen either. But I have it on good authority that they existed. I think the guy from Survivor hosted one or the other of them. I can't remember which one. And then... Uh, Game Show Network had a kid's version called Jep, and I did get to see an episode of that, and it utterly sucked. Like, I'm not even trying to be rude. This thing was just absurd. Look, 
Like if you missed if you missed three questions in a row, you were yanked out of the game for a question. And if you missed two in a row, you got a bunch of random crap dumped on your head. So just why? It just sounds so pointless. You know, even kind of describing it, and it was even more pointless watching it. Like, it was probably the most absurd thing I have ever seen that was anything near Jeopardy. Zero out of ten would not recommend. Let's put it that way. So, yeah. Of course, in the modern age, we've had quite a few primetime events. We've had the National College Championship a couple years ago. That thing was awesome. For the most part, the music was probably the worst thing about it. Like, the intro music wasn't so bad, particularly, but the think music sounded like someone was murdering a high school marching band while they were playing their instruments. It was, oh my god. Like, I would feel bad if I found out this was an actual high school marching band, but somehow I don't think it is, and it was atrocious. I did not like it. When that tournament ended, I said, I do hope they bring this tournament back, but for the love of Pete, why can't they just play some better music? Because, ugh. But those contestants were absolutely amazing. We've seen we've seen a couple of them over the past couple of years. Obviously, the winner was invited to the Tournament of Champions. And Isaac Applebaum, who was supposed to be invited to the first ever second chance competition and was unable to make it due to, you know, life, appeared in another tournament recently. So, yeah, we've we've seen a couple of those faces over again. So, it was it was really kind of awesome though in terms of the contestants and all of that kind of stuff. Of course, we've had Celebrity Jeopardy, which we just finished the second season of that. And we've had Masters. Now, Masters was a whole nother kind of epic, just because of the extremely high level of competition and James mashing faces in. And Matea just about mashing James's face in. That was really kind of awesome to see. So we've had quite the quite the amount of primetime stuff recently compared to the rest of Jeopardy history. I think we've had more primetime in the past three years than we have since 1984. If that tells you anything. Looking forward, I am excited for Masters whenever it comes back. I don't know what else they're going to pull. I'm kind of interested to find out what else they may come up with, but at the same time, it could be more tournaments, and we know how I feel about those by now. But primetime content and spinoff content as a whole, what I've seen, I definitely approve of, except for that think music in the college tournament. That That stuff was awful. I know some people are wanting them to bring back Kids Week in primetime or like a kids tournament in primetime or bring the teen tournament to primetime or something like that. I say no. And the reason I say no has to do with the way those tournaments operated in the past and are likely to continue operating if they come back. 
the problem was not so much, you know, them opting to play in a tournament or, you know, deciding to try out for that and stuff. The problem was, A, the winners were not invited to the Tournament of Champions, and B, because of the way that was set up, they lost their chance at getting the regular Jeopardy experience. And they are ineligible to come back in the future and, you know, get the regular experience. And, of course, not being invited back to the tournament means they're done after, you know, maybe as, even if they win the whole thing, they're just done. There's there's no no chance for any higher level competition for them. And I don't like that. I'm not okay with it. Like, I think that particularly for kids and teen contestants, 10 years and your eligibility should open back up. 5 to 10 years and bam. I wouldn't go any higher than 10. I think in in that scenario it should be like kind of like the price is right is 10 years and your eligibility is clear. So if I ever become the producer of Jeopardy, that's precisely what I'm going to do. And, yeah, I don't see myself ever becoming the producer of Jeopardy, but if I do, (laughs) I'm going to make some changes that will benefit everybody. Not to the core format, just to, you know, stuff that is actually broken. Uh, Michael Davies had talked about some kind of pop culture Jeopardy thing, but... As of now, we've not heard anything else about it. So I can't really give you any information on that. So that's basically what I have to talk about today. And, of course, as you know, we won't be here tomorrow. We haven't been here on Sundays in months. But I will be seeing you again Monday when we will start uh, Champions Wildcard semifinals. I am so ready for this tournament crap to be over, but we're not even halfway done with the rest of the crap for this year. It's not even February yet. And we don't get regular games until April, so I think I'm going to cry. But anyway, I'm going to sign this thing off for the night, so good night. Thank you for listening, and as Alex would say, so long, everybody. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy! Podcast, an Evil Chocolate Cookie production.